Hello and welcome to Anomaly Presents, the podcast about genre movies, the genre movies that inspired us to start a genre film festival. It's a lot of genre because we love it that much. It's the Anomaly Film Festival in Rochester, New York. My name is Matt Knotts, and uh, we talk about movies on this podcast, as I've said, you've you've no doubt ascertained by now. Um, and I want to start the year with um, a classic, one that it, there's a, there's there are films that are, you know, a product of their time. Um, it, it's it's a vision that that follows through. Um, it, it's a product of, of everybody being in the right place in the right time. Um, it's a and vision. I think no film exemplifies that more than 1980s The Apple. <laughs> um, it is Menachem Golan's singular work of. Um, Oh God, it covers everything in, in the human condition, right? Religion, morality, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It's got music. It's got beauty. It's got religion. It's got bim glitter everywhere. It's got rampant homophobia. Everything. And yet it's the gayest thing I have possibly yet ever it's seen. Super gay. <laughs> Queer. It's not gay, but it makes no case for it. Yes. Uh, what's not gay, but feel gay. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've we're, we're busting at the seams to talk about that. We, we've got the the podcastronauts with us tonight. Uh, we'll start. I'm on Zoom, so we'll start in my top left. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to start my top right. I'm going to go with. Uh, well, Vanessa, since you're making faces, I'm, I'm just going to go that direction. That's what you get. That's what you Welcome get. Welcome to the podcast. Um, never, <laughs> never make eye contact with the teacher. Oh, Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> just my mistake. My bad, fam. My bad. Uh, Vanessa, aka Juju Apple Cheeks. Wow. Wow. Emphasis on the apple cheeks. KP, would you like to enter and sign in, please? Kristen Pump Pacheco, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron. Oh, yay, I get to go next. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm queer, and I'm here Hi. for this super gay film that isn't inherently gay, but really, really is. Adam Lubito. Uh, hi, I have been wanting to see this movie for forever, and it did not disappoint. I am yes. so excited to talk about this. And the reason there was a, a hitch in my giddy up when I was doing the the introductions <laughs> here, the reason I, I changed it up at this last second, um, we're just going to start the conversation. <laughs> Megan Murphy, your face is a glow right now. Let, let's talk about the apple. Can you see my inside feelings on my outside? <laughs> yes. Well, it's it's blinding. You it, do have you a. Got it. You do have a blinding bib mark on your forehead. Oh, this old thing? 
Yeah. Yeah, I've had that it, for a while. Don't even worry about it. Okay, listen, I love this film. I love this film so much. And I don't even know if I ironically love it or just love it, love it. It's a passion project. It's someone's passion project. And does it work the way he intended it? No, probably not. But no. that's not what matters. That's not what matters. Was I bored? Okay, occasionally you're bored. There's a lot of folk that doesn't need to be in there. But listen, 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 listen. Oh my God, it's a visual spectacle. It's amazing. They're like in Berlin filming and they found all this like kind of almost like brutalist concrete stuff. But they're all wearing shiny stuff on top. <laughs> There, there's the whole bim thing. Did you see they have a bim burger? Did you see that at one point in the scene there's a bim burger? So this whole thing. Did you see the strollers they have, which are like triangular and have like a little like that? Anyway, holy shit, this film. Oh my god, this is the best. I, I here's the thing. I think I'm supposed to think this goes evil, but it's the best part of the movie. Um, so we didn't need to be here. I was just gonna say, so we can all mute ourselves and just let Megan go. I'm fine. It's cool. I want to see all you, how much you all loved it too. Uh, <laughs> Matt, 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 we might have to kick people out. So, for a counterpoint, I think indifferent <laughs> is a good term. That's even worse. Okay. Should, should we go across the spectrum and start with indifferent, and then head into may, maybe not my my cup of tea? Should we head into that direction? So, sure. Aaron, you're just kind of eh about this whole thing. Well. You know, my sister showed me this film maybe a couple years ago. I'm, I'm a very good sister. Yeah, no, you're a great sister, and I love you yes. with all my heart. Um, exactly. I will. Yeah, no, but it was also late at night, and I'm just going to say this flat out. Every movie that I'm ever going to see, I'm going to forever compare to two films, three films. One film's going to be um, uh, Vegas in Space. Second film's going to be Ocean's Eleven, and third film's going to be... Oh, wait, the film just went out of my brain. Okay, the film went out of my brain. Anyways, those are going to be the two films right now, because the third one went out of my brain. Um, it, was the two, <laughs> it was always two, apparently. Those are going to be the... Oh, Little Mermaid. Those are always going to be the films I compare everything to. So if you're not around the spectrum... <laughs> if you're not around the spectrum of those films, like... Meh, that is, that you is know? a wide spectrum. I feel yeah. like anything I, can fit in that spectrum. That's what I'm saying. So the apple. The wild thing is, where do you fit in there? Vegas in space, Vegas in space. Well, you know what? Okay, just maybe a little bit. But I just, I wasn't, like, the songs weren't, like, interesting. And, like, the costume was, like, there's a lot of lame or whatever. And that's fine. Um, okay, Megan. Okay. I just wasn't moved. I wasn't moved then, and I thought it was just because I was depressed when I first saw it. I thought, oh, maybe it's the depression apathy, and that's why I didn't like it. Nope, it's not. Although I am depressed now, I still don't think that's why I don't like it. But, you know, I'm just indifferent to it. My sister's going to murder me, and I'm glad. Well, she doesn't know where I live, but I'm glad we're not in the same room right now. Um, it's okay. Give me 20, and the, give me 20 minutes. <laughs> as long as you bring Taco Bell, I don't care. Come and kill me. Bring me a taco. But like, <laughs> it's okay. The ending doesn't make any sense. And I don't know. I would, I'd rather watch Vegas in space over this. What do you mean? My... Oh. The, the ending where God appears and raptures yeah. all the hippies. Mr. Tops. Yeah. Or in his yeah. gold rolled Rolls Royce. It's that doesn't make any sense. It's, and what about the landlady? She's a good person. Why didn't she go too? It's the only Deus Ex Machina that makes sense because it's a literal god in a machine. 
It's Greek. Yeah, this is you a guys fair not point. know history? That's Greek. How Greek plays ended. So, oh my god. Not not to go all Rashomon and go last thing first, but it might have been my my ADD flaring up. Did they even mention Mr. Tops at any point no, before he just Not once. You don't need to. Like that was a surprise. It's, I was going to say it's even better when it's it says oh, oh Mr. Tops, of course. <laughs> I think you're supposed to make an assumption that because he's the devil-ish character that you assume there's a god-esque character. I don't know. Um no that right. that exactly. Yeah, sure sure. Okay. Okay. I got well, and I, the most whiplash at that point. Out. Yeah, a lot of things got cut out. Obviously, the dinosaur. There was supposed to be a scene with dinosaurs, which I am so distraught that. I was gonna say that's that a travesty. That that's not in there. Yeah, we could have had right? a three hour but there was a lot. Film. <laughs> yeah, maybe that would have made it better. No, um, <laughs> and it would have made it longer there was also for sure. A lot more religious stuff that was in the original script that was cut. We don't need it. I think this is a perfect allegory. I'm perfect allegory. Yeah, yeah. You get in, you get out. I get it. Yeah, I I can give it credit that it is 80 some odd minutes long. Um, <laughs> I I I wish I could say that there's no fat on the 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 bone there, but hmm, I can't say that. Um Vanessa, I feel like you wanted to get in and, and say some stuff about this movie. So, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I I didn't <laughs> so, so I liked this. I liked it in general. Um, only because like I was like watching it and making dinner and I found myself like harmonizing with songs like I didn't know what they were saying. And I want you to know I don't know any of these people's names. Um, I don't know who who like they were talking to each other, I'm like, I don't know who these people are. The guy in leather I refer to as Frankie Nunez. Um the <laughs> Yeah, and the girl are the Osmond to or uh yeah the Osmond brother and sister Donny Os- yeah. and Marie because I, yeah. like, I I just don't understand what these names are I don't get it I'm not gonna catch on and so but what I loved about it and not to have a brand but it had a very Muppet quality to it that I enjoyed where nothing made sense and like. It was just random music numbers. The music wasn't terrible, like when I buy the album, no. But I'm sitting here singing along, and I think as far as the film goes, no. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's like there's something that you just have on and you want to just dance, and I'm all for rapture and hippies. I'm a total square. Beam them up. Get them out of here. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> just get them out of here. Get them out please. Reportedly, uh, when it, this film premiered in Hollywood, they gave Ooh. out soundtracks, and and the yeah. story goes that the audience actually threw them at the screen and caused extensive damage. I can see that. That tracks. <laughs> that totally yeah, for tracks. Sure. So I imagine yeah. those soundtracks Dance. are worth a pretty penny right now. <laughs> Tens of dollars. <laughs> Why in my head did I think, oh my god, they gave them CDs? They did not. Oh no, these are full on. Yeah, Yeah. vinyl. This was way more dangerous. I'm like, why would CDs do a lot of damage? Aaron, they were flinging vinyls at that screen. The past was dangerous. I realized after like the the Magic City Ballet, those was that was called the Millennium Ballet, whatever those people were. 
um, when they were dancing with um, the Count Dracula guy, when they were dancing with him, and then they were like, oh, he'll see you. I'm like, he just saw them. He was dancing with them. And I was like, you know what, Vanessa? It's not that kind of film. It's that kind of film. Mr. Boogaloo runs his business how he runs it. (laughs) I'm not going to tell him how not. His fabulous assistant, who I think is my favorite character. I think it's Mr. Scratch. Holy shit. Every outfit, except for the snake one, which is a little too on the nose. I mean, I get it. I get it. (laughs) But always, always the glitter and the lip. A shirt, sometimes. Don't need it, as long as he's got the jacket. Pants. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, everything. I'm like, I can't wait till he shows up. He's fantastic. He's like the bench, best henchman I've ever seen. Plus, <laughs> there may be in a relationship. Some of that stuff could be interpreted. I'm like, Jesus, you guys just need therapy. You Communicate. <laughs> words, please. Yeah, words, please. But they can't because business is tough. He's always, yeah. you know, stealing souls and shit. And it's really tough to find time for, you know, your partner. In crime. Oh. Oh. Mm. Uh, Andy. They were. They were the so crime. ahead of their time. World domination. <laughs> so <laughs> ahead were, of their time. They were committing world domination crime. <laughs> and, and eternal damnation, really. They're really doing it. I mean, yeah. they wanted you to do that BIM, you know, focus happy hour dance hour even in the middle of surgery and driving you better well, stop and do that little workout we dance or conver- else we were having this conversation they knew it's the national bim hour you're telling me that you can't plan to be okay like don't be driving near the, the hour don't clear don't your do schedule surge. clear yeah. your schedule the nuns could do it those cute little old people having lunch had no problem with this national bim hour <laughs> which and i'm why, all for by the why way did, why they take the guy off of anesthesia and gas like let the man just be in the middle of no, surgery but, but he was dancing later I mean, eventually you could tell his heart blew up but like he had to be a part of it too <laughs> right. you saw he was oh, dancing on the table i missed yeah. that yeah <laughs> that's what you get when you've watched this more than yeah. once and why do we gotta get into numbers is the Wegmans like stretch time the BIM hour? Like, is that? Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Not for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, that's that's the wildest thing about the National BIM Exercise Hour. There is that it's a full hour. Yeah. Because they like, care could you about people's health. That song can only be three minutes long. Yeah. They so does that it. song loop? Yeah, absolutely. Twenty times a day. <laughs> yes. It's still- Not to mention the fact that it's on the radio and stuff yeah. too, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. That's why Elfie and BB's song could not win. I don't care if they cheat or not. Imagine listening to that for an hour trying to work out. It was bullshit. Uh, I don't these know. Canadian, yeah. These it's, Canadian it's, folk hippies. <laughs> it seemed to get the heart rate to that audience. Yeah. It skyrocketed yeah. for some reason. <laughs> no, I love like that. I love the girl like, it's so sweet. It broke through. She found out like, oh, I, I am like a tween girl and I've been force fed disco, but really I just want like lovely, lovely, lovely love songs with two dorks from Moose Jaw. I mean, I don't understand. No, listen, a when Vanessa said higher. Donnie, Donnie Marie, I literally at first was like, they look like siblings, but I know they're not siblings and it's going to get weird real quick. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The love of the century. It's not. I mean, speaking so of El- tell me they didn't look like twins. 
I mean, yeah. I think, tw- I don't know, they're just generic white people, but, like, maybe. Also, Elfie's just fucking boring and looks boring, so, like... Yeah, that dude pretty boring. He only gets more boring as the so film goes boring. on, yeah. too, which is amazing. I'm like, good job, like, BB. You don't want to be I was attached say, to yeah, this. Yeah, that's why BB yeah. got the hell out of there. Yeah. She's like, oh, oh, no, I'm being seduced by the devil. I can't help it. Oh, no. I don't know. I you can leave her. now. <laughs> I was concerned about her when the guy was like, oh, you're from the sticks. And she's like, are you speaking English? I'm like, do you know hey, what the fuck a stick is? <laughs> you don't know what the boondocks are? You know, you know words, right? <laughs> Yeah, you, you don't you don't know you don't know what East Bumblefuck is, East Jablip, like come on, Use buddy. Use context clues. I mean you guys is trying to just break it down for him. he's just laughing at her. Look, she's stupid. Like leave her alone. Yeah. They're not bright. That's okay. She gets her that's the thing. <laughs> I just don't Naive understand Googles. what what did Pandy yeah. see in him? She's like throwing herself at this dip. I'm like, no, you're <laughs> fabulous. You've got like style. You've got the talent. This guy's nothing. Come on, I I felt upset for her. She had an entire song where she has to seduce him. And I'm like, oh, why? that song. Yeah, the, the oh. coming for you. I wonder how that's spelled. It's a very subtle song. It is a and, subtle song. And, like, and in case we didn't understand, fly into the radar, escape notice. Yeah. They also what like she's actually saying. If they don't get it, we also have a dance number that's interpretive, just in case. <laughs> Here are all these couples on beds. (laughs) I just, oh God, I lose it every time. Like, they're like, they're not going to get it. Hmm. (laughs) How can we spell it out for them? (laughs) They stopped just short of that that shot in fabric is the only thing they left out. Oh, well, I guess we could improve this movie, huh? I'll give you that. There you go. An extra 35 seconds. (laughs) It would be glitter, though. Okay, first Absolutely. of all. No. <laughs> we don't need to have that. When do we oh, stop you know referring what? to in fabric? Like, when does that happen for me? Never. It's never. never. No. They're so never gonna that's, that's going to stop, Vanessa. Vanessa's never going to stop. Accept it. Just, it's going to never stop. You know when you were little and you touched a stove and it was hot and you're like, oh, fuck, that's hot. <laughs> and then you remember that for the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. In fabric. Um <laughs> Now, I, what I will say is that shot would just look like the the more you know in this movie. It would just be like the oh comet God, going across. It needed yeah. to be in there, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, the censors of the time. I mean, we lost out on dinosaurs. We were going to miss out on that. Yeah. Can we frankly discuss so like, what these people thought that 1990s would look like? It's crazy, right? So this was made in 1980. Mm-hmm. And it's set in 1994. It's 14 years. Yes. It's only 14 years no in the future. <laughs> and the world has completely, like, it's next so. level dystopia. First off, I mean, but at the same time, it's just the 70s, but the extreme version. They were yeah. like, right. They had no idea what the 80s would bring. So they were like, oh. it's going to be like this, but more. It's going to be mega yeah. disco. <laughs> Got to get to KP. So KP. Here's what? what's really. So what's really funny about that is um, I looked right before this what the top songs were from 1994, right? And the sign by Ace of Base was the number one song. But here's here's where it gets really crazy, right? Ace of Base had three top ten hits. When was the last time that happened? 1978, the Bee Gees for Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> so weird. It's all connected. Yeah. 
And, and there's not that far of a line in between. And that's kind of what Golan was going for, because like this is like you know like a passion project for him. And the reason it's a musical is he was like, well, musicals are popular, like Saturday Night Fever and Grease. That's why this is a musical, <laughs> is because this will sell better if it has music. How amazing is that? <laughs> it's just so wrong. It's right again. Um, but then <laughs> it circles back around. But then there's that that like um, Soka, not even Soka song about being a master like a oh, reggae yeah. song about being a master that, oh yeah that's the completely the, the ballet 2000 very, piece very right? catchy yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah like there's a couple scenes where like, oh, yeah. oh so no this is, this is so... a bad this is a bad composition <laughs> but they're going for it oh my god we're running right into a buzzsaw here i don't yeah. know how we're gonna get away and it doesn't stop you just put the foot oh, on the gas god. and kept going head <laughs> first but okay uh, put aside, is not BB's exercise outfit fantastic with the stripy socks? <laughs> yes, sure. it's agreed. No one can say no to me. It's fantastic. Thank you. I think we can argue that the the, the costumes and set dressings aren't, aren't the issue in this oh, film. No. I, oh, I think that's of, like that's lame, that's on point. Of, you know, square shoulders, triangles. Has, well, here's the thing: it has a theme. Triangles. Triangles are everywhere. <laughs> yes. Like, literally, even, like, just the suits have, like, super wide, like, uh, I'm making a motion that no one can see. Like, shoulders, and then it kind of go down. Mm-hmm. And also, of course, the bim mark. The, 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 the carriages, those, like, future carriages are triangles. So, yeah. for no yeah, reason. I, I, the I feel, triangles start to I feel make like me this nervous. Is... <laughs> because oh, I was like, yeah. okay, oh, I got you. Disco? Okay. Well, I was like, disco versus folk. All right. And then the religious part came in and I was like, oh no, homophobia. And then I'm like, triangles everywhere. And during the 70s is when reclaiming the triangle was happening. Right, and right. then the bar scene with the drag queens, I was like, oh no, oh, we've just... Oh, shit. So I don't Do know if it's think, Illuminati okay. or homophobia. Right. Like, what are we doing here? And here's the thing, because I do not have an answer to this. Purposeful or so unaware that he just kind of circled around to it? Yeah. I feel like that's that's this movie in a nutshell. Like who's who knows? It's a mix of yes, <laughs> intentional, accidental, and I think also, insanity. Also, what's happening with me is so I know I know. Okay, outside watching the film from outside my head, I can see. Oh, the storyline is disco is is bad and it's corporate and folk is like real and authentic, right? Except for when I watch the movie in my head, I'm like. The folk stuff is the most boring shit. It's hippies in caves. Mm-hmm. How are you trying to actually sell me this? Where the disco is fabulous. Look at all the costumes and everyone's having a good time. All shapes and sizes. Everyone mashing against each other. Drinking out of triangle cups. Putting <laughs> I'm like, how is this the negative? Like, sincerely. Like, are you sincerely trying to sell me as the negative? <laughs> we circled back around right now. Specifically, I would look at 2020 into disco being like hot again right but if we're looking back at 1980 disco sucks was huge right so saturday night fever came out the bgs were like on the radio constantly and then corporations were banking on disco like disco duck and just shooting out crappy disco albums and shoving it down people's throats so by 19 you know by that time people were sick of it and then you have that infamous like where they were at the, sh- the, the Chicago the disco shock night. yeah, his personality hating yeah. disco, so which was just you know homophobia and racism all wrapped up into one. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, well, it's funny you make that up because it's so weird. I watch this, and I know theoretically that might be a point trying to be made, but I, I don't see it being made at all, and it's so weird. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm like, sincerely, you are not selling me what I think you're trying to sell me, but maybe you're not even trying to sell me that. I don't know. <laughs> like, that's my brain. It's like, this is amazing. Like, you might have accidentally made, like, the best argument for disco I've seen in a while. Yeah, I, don't I know. feel like this is, like... <laughs> <laughs> the pure know. distillation of of camp at, at its finest yes, like because it's it unintentional is so, it's yeah it is so earnest and sincere and trying to do something that it is absolutely not doing and yet there is something to it that you just at least i i couldn't help being yeah. endeared by I, I think the movie likes it more because there's 75 to 80 percent of the movie is all the mr boogaloo stuff it's like towards the end like oh i guess we got to deal with these hippies now like sincerely, yeah, like, the movie cool. just like, and then it finishes up so quick, I, and then it ha- then God shows up. I think like, these guys are boring. Jesus. The, yeah, I think a lot of it is the religious aspects that they wanted to include got cut, so we're just missing. I think, and I and I agree, the disco people are the best. It's like I think they kept the more interesting parts, and we're like, we gotta workshop and just get rid of everything else. The actual, actual, actual vampire. Oh, like, amazing. So good. Like, there's no way you could watch that dance scene and go, and go like, oh, I don't want to be a part of this. Of course you want to be a part of it. Look at everything's happening. Even the, look at it. It's amazing. I'm fine. Okay. This is where we get to bring out that Nigel Lithgow, who is in, uh, was it, uh, is it So You Think You Can so Dance? So You Think yeah, You Can so Dance. Yeah, yeah. He's the choreographer of all that. I love He's it. With that coiffed hair, I can see it. He was he was touched by the apple, and he's carried it through the rest of his life. He won't say it, but I can. And see he doesn't it. like to talk about it either. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> he's like he doesn't like to talk about it. I, I suppose it might be like you know something you want to hide, but that's bullshit. Be proud. Yeah. Be proud of the be old man. Be proud. It was good shit. It was. It was just so goofy and lovely, and it had not an ironic bone in its body, and I love it so much. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm fine. You guys continue. I was able to find the one article where Nigel, Nigel Lithgow talks about it. Um, And let's see. Just to skim over it here, the, the scuttlebutt that I can see is that um, he considers the apple tied with Xanadu as the two worst movie musicals of all time. Well, I'm fighting um, apparently. And apparently, um, what the issue was is that you could get speed over the counter in Berlin. Um, speed, Benzedrine, and poppers, and whatever else you wanted, you could just buy over the counter. Yep, yep. This all tracks. That would do it. Oh my so, god! The whole number about speed—they <laughs> were all on speed. So that might be were, the best number, though. Forty dancers. Oh my god! All completely tweaked. Oh my god! Oh, to, just to be a fly on the wall of that set, just to watch that unfold. Yeah, I'd take about five minutes of that, and then I'd be like, "Okay, well, I'm out." <laughs> Y'all keep doing what you're doing. I can't wait to see the dailies. Keep up the good work. Keep up the good work. I'll tell you when tomorrow happens. You might miss it. So. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, it all this all tracks. Like my oh, argument isn't that this is a purposely made work of 
genius. I think my argument is it just trips over itself in such a perfect way mm -hmm. that it's super enjoyable. I need to go back to Nigel Lithgow for one second. He thought he was going to win an Oscar for the choreography yep. in this film. Yep. Oh, that, well, then that explains it. He's like, um, that's why I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, he's. I can. Wait, I can see that. So while it was happening, or after the fact? Like how much after speed? He... <laughs> here's, here, here's the direct quote. I kept thinking, my God, am I really going to have to go up on stage in Hollywood and apologize to Bob Fosse for picking up the Oscar for best choreography? <gasps> Oh my god, that's great! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, uh, Who could ignore it? As a f <laughs> I'm just picturing him. Sorry, Bob Fosse. <laughs> the fakest Hollywood apology. <laughs> He may or may not be completely full of himself. Oh my god, that's so okay. This all makes sense, though. I'm yeah, so, so, I'm sorry, so, Nigel. Point of order: there is no Oscar for choreography, by the way. Um, doesn't Holy exist, shit. or at least it didn't at the time. <laughs> um, that's even yeah. better. Wait, he's oh, talking I'm about a war that I mean, didn't exist. I'm thinking I just about Tony's. He thought it was that good that they were going to create the oh. category to. <laughs> recognize his achievement create the category this wait is the best story. it goes further okay. create the category nominate him and bob fossey <laughs> so he could beat bob fossey <laughs> and then politely shit on bob fossey oh, God. that was some good speed <laughs> berlin speed in 1980 was apparently just top notch yeah <laughs> Indestructible Superman. <laughs> Holy yeah. crap! This rivals Bowie's Berlin work, I think. The Apple. Oh, this god. is really. Oh god. Good lord! Yeah, his favorite was actually the man. speed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. There, there's. Oh god. Nigel Lithgow. Uh, he makes a point to say that they hated the script completely. Um. Let's see. Make sure you have a complete idea in your head when going from point A to point B rather than preambling around and then losing the plot halfway through the movie. And then like, let's make another plot up is apparently one of his points. Eh, no, no, no. You can't say I think I was going to win an Oscar for a non-existent category and then shit on the script. <laughs> and then he like, holy shit. He, he echoes one of my favorite things I've ever heard Kristen Stewart say about the, the Twilight franchise. Uh, when they asked what his favorite memory of working on the Apple was, finishing it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes Which, you don't yeah. understand you're, you're, you're part of a, of a one moment in history till it's over. Right. Yeah. You would think a, a guy who, who can capture the zeitgeist the way he has with American Idol and, uh, so you can dance, I guess, or whatever. Um, would really know what he had okay. in his hands with the apple. That's okay. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Also, he hated the lyrics, but thought the music was good. I mean, that's a valid opinion. <laughs> I don't disagree. I don't disagree. <laughs> Sacred echo. Judo apple. Voodoo apple. Yeah, that's right. Da -na -na -na. Yeah, okay. <laughs> See, no, it's catchy so, as hell. Uh, 
that line so perfectly. Like every time I'm like, this is stupid. More, please. <laughs> so <laughs> only one. Excellent. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's do this. <laughs> oh, bears. Um. Right. Um, I... I think it is, is she goes out of frame and then I think like a stunt person because by the time she flips back up the hair is over her face so I think they're mm. like you know what let's not drop the lead actress on to like speeded up <laughs> dancers in Berlin in Ber- I don't yeah. even know I don't, I don't even know if she's in the medical system because <laughs> I noticed that the, I'm like no she's out of frame so I think they just swapped her with someone who's paid to maybe get dropped yeah to look like her Well, that's that's my working theory because when she flips up, it's clearly like a person. Like, yeah, right. Again, I've watched this several times. I have several theories. If anyone has any questions, I have no backup for my theories. I just have them. Crowd surfing. Nah. You can't lose momentum. Chief, just go forward. Don't go yeah, back. You, you can't. Yeah, crowd crowd surfing wasn't a going concern in 1980. It was still kind of in its infancy. So, yeah, I, I imagine if they were to make it now, oh, yeah, lead actress would be all over the place. She'd be, you know. Well, they just digitally put her face in this flow. Oh, yeah, it'd be one of those creepy things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, so, that would... She'd do it too. She'd be like, it was worth she it. She's like, worth it. Let's film it again. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on TikTok. <laughs> and then it'd be the broken nose challenge. <laughs> Does that exist yet? It's got to be out there. The okay. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> okay, first of all, the accuracy is unnecessary. <laughs> Second of all, Aaron, you got to start this. But here's the thing. I'm not getting taken down for community guidelines violations because it's unsafe. No, no, no. Okay, here's how you do it. It's cool, right? You just show that clip of the movie. You don't say anything. You just say, you say Apple challenge, but you don't describe what the challenge is. You could be like, oh, I just meant show a clip of the movie. I'm not. No. All right. I'm just, I'm just giving you like just like a legal out. (laughs) I don't. You. You could have been that guy in the longboard and the cranberry sauce, cranberry oh juice, but now God. here you are. That was the dopest thing. Oh, so good. I so, I can't skateboard. It's been done now. Now you just have to, you know, crowd surf on your couch and come up with a bloody nose. Crowd surf on my couch. Yeah. Do like no. a cool transition with a sweatshirt or something. Um, I take you. Wait, I'm just a cat. It's too late, mommy face. Yeah, no. Yeah, sorry, no. but I'm just a cat, so I don't know why you thought I'd catch you in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no. Danny out. Yeah, my cat would absolutely let me fall to my death. 
Cat yes. Michael Perry does not put herself in danger like that. No, she doesn't. She'll be sitting up in her cocoon, chilling, watching me fall to my death. That's what cats do. That's what they're there for. <laughs> yes. Um, oh boy. Adam, I want to circle back with you because this has kind of been on your your list. This has been a bucket list movie for you in, in one way or another for for a long time. Um, and as the the professional film critic of our of our group, um, I mean. Professional. I'd, let's I'd like let's to, not get crazy. You're the only one who can legally have opinions about movies. Yeah. Legally. I mean, pe- people will pay you to, to have opinions. And, and I I like nothing better than a good deal. So for free, can you give me your opinions on the Apple? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I I had a great time watching this. Like I said, I, I have spent years wanting to watch this just because I've heard that it's bananas and I feel like it is an achievement that it did not disappoint me. Like there are plenty of movies that I've been heard about built up like, Oh, this is wacky. And yet this, I was, I just had a smile on my face. I was baffled. I just, I was always entertained. I would not say this was a good movie, but I am so glad that I saw it. And I, to be fair, I feel like I feel like it says it all that I watched this on uh, Amazon Prime, and it's actually kind of kind of a shitty co- version that's on there. Like the picture quality is not great, and so I looked up whether there had been a Blu-ray release, and there was. And for a while, I spent a while considering buying it, and I still haven't rolled that out entirely. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah, as we've said, it's just. It's so earnest about what it's trying to do yeah. that I just, I'm like, you tried, you yeah, did right? some crazy things and I respect the hell out of you because this is fucking bananas. I get the hippies get raptured <laughs> gold rolled rice, rolls rice at the end of this movie. I hate to keep coming back to that, but. Uh, it's just plus there's like the a perfect time, ending there's a time skip where apparently Elfie and Bibi had a, a, a kid and it's like a toddler and it's never mentioned yeah so they've well, been yeah, living in that cave that, for like no. a year yeah yeah. They, in the end, they, I love that they made a point of like saying you've been away for a year like that kid is like five yeah, yeah I, so the theory here is that the cave makes everyone age faster maybe or I think it's just that was like, it just hippie cave diet it's got to be. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Like, again, the hippies lived in a cave and ate God knows what dirt, I can only imagine, <laughs> for months to years at a time. And meanwhile, everybody else is just partying their faces off. Like, why? Why Why don't I want to do that? I don't understand. Uh, I, don't. I, I mean, I think there's not really, like, a good choice. You know, no. like there's there, there's two ways to live in this society, and it's in a cave or coked up completely all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I we mean, just I, lived through that year. I, I mean, mean, apparently God just fucked up because he then he just left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. really? I'm like Mr. Boogaloo is doing what he was supposed to do. He's the devil. Yeah. God apparently was off doing stuff and then came back. Oh no. <laughs> absentee oh, no. landlord Mr. Tops wanders That's back right. onto the scene. An absentee yeah, like... <laughs> landlord. <laughs> yes. Well, because what was funny about that too was that the 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 head of the hippies and God was the same dude. So was right. God 
one of us the whole time. Just a clone like one of us. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Vanessa left. Vanessa just left. That was. She's like, no. KP, well played. I I cannot deny. Well played. <laughs> just took us right, right to the trough, had his drink, and then boom. <laughs> and then he, I didn't oh. suspect it at all. <laughs> Sneak attack. And then he's all like, I'm leaving you fuckers on this trash planet. And yeah, right. I'm taking these people with me and maybe looking for a new one. How, how very Old Testament. Yeah. <laughs> he said, you know what? Fuck y'all. <laughs> but we, it wasn't even our ch- no 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 no. If you're here right now, you can come with me. If for some reason you're everybody else here, uh, fuck you. <laughs> We're going to another planet. <laughs> and screw that really nice landlord lady who I'm pretty sure was a lady who was in Harry Potter as the herbologist she, teacher. She yeah, was, yeah. Mar- Margulis, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Even though she's a nice person, sorry that bitch ain't here right now. Bye. Yeah, and Elfie straight felt her up that one time. I'm like, I'm sorry, that's not I charming. Know, I was like, what the what? fuck is that? Good guy. Eh. You suck, Elfie. There, I said it. <laughs> I like this movie. I don't like you. Okay. By I the way, we we do all know who uh, Mr. Tops was, right? The the actor? Josh Eklund? Yes, the, the man behind Chuck Denomalous, uh, if you remember, from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey 2. He's the bad guy. The, I know the Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. He was on it. He, he was in Discworld, Aaron, as uh, Mushroom Ridcully, the head of uh, Unseen University. With unseen the uni- yes, with fuck me, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> Look at the deep cuts we all have. Man, we're geeks. I love it so much. <laughs> also, step back. Are you ready for me to blow your minds completely? Do it. I'm ready. Hans from the Mighty Ducks trilogy. Hans. Wait, I'm, that's right. I'm sorry. Excuse me. The the the, the skate sharpener, the the old man that you know, Gordon Bombay goes to talk to the the kind of nobody. Nobody watched the Mighty Ducks. I was gonna say clearly it has been far too long since I've Holy seen. Holy cow! Like, uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, the old man that sharpens the skates. Oh, okay. We're Coming soon to Anomaly Presents. <laughs> Yeah, that guy. Uh, yep. Aaron's gone now, too. The weird thing is... Oh, oh, we're losing everybody. Not in Mighty Ducks 2, which arguably is the best. Okay, now we have to do a Mighty Ducks podcast because, you know, Matt's got opinions. <laughs> How do you not? No, I love it. I, I love it. Like, <laughs> you're the, doing this. Um, so the apple. Sorry, I, I got off on a tangent there. I apologize. Yeah, um, that's us. I was going to say, that's what this podcast yeah. is all about. Yep, rambling. It's true. We all get to do it, and it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. If you have to apologize, I have out. to, and I don't want to, so. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, so I, I guess, let me, K, KP, I feel like everybody's gotten a chance to solo but you at this point. What What are your thoughts on the Apple? I don't, I don't know. If I you haven't honest, already I, stated them. Like the music, I <laughs> like. I did. I will say one thing that I did like about it was obviously like the costumes and the set design, but also the lighting. Like they weren't afraid to go crazy with that, so that was always fun to see. But yeah, it was a little rough to get 
through, even though it was an hour and a half. I, I here's the thing: as someone who absolutely loves the movie, I can also completely understand going, "No, thank you." Like I understand that. <laughs> I'm like, I get it. This is very, 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 very niche. Like you have to have a certain set of switches that are being flipped for for it mm-hmm. to light up. <laughs> you know, I, I. I, t- I, I absolutely understand this, and yet I understand I am one of the damned. <laughs> so when we started talking about doing this podcast, I kind of sold it to everybody as Mirror Universe um, Phantom of the Paradise. And I, I kind of stand by that. So like if if you take Phantom of the Paradise and just flip it and, and take Brian De Palma out and sub in Menachem Golan, and then you take Paul Williams out and you sub him in for – some rando some guy, guy. I, I don't know. <laughs> the answer you know. is some guy. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you sub out, you know, Jessica Walter for, yeah, this is what you get, right? It, it's, it, it's, it's great value Phantom of the Paradise, I feel like for me. Like, it's, it's the difference between uh, intention and impact. Sometimes yes. they line up and that's Phantom of the Paradise where that's the movie they meant to make. Absolutely. <laughs> Whereas the apple is, I mean, you can see the intention. You can see mm-hmm. the intention, but what is filtered through to the impact is not that at all. I don't see. I don't know if I'd like that film that was trying to be purposely made. I think I'd find oh, it yeah. probably a little right. pedantic and boring and preachy. But instead, the miracle of ugh, the stuff that happens <laughs> when you're not sure exactly what you're doing and you try to do it anyway, and you accidentally make a masterpiece that is not yours, and yet it is yours. <laughs> For me, that's what it is. I think I like that because it makes sense. Yeah. Like that difference between Absolutely. who's in control. Is anyone in control? Either way, something got made. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, I kind of started the episode talking about Menachem Golan and, and how much I love him. I think he's, you know, um, he's an important person for genre film, at least for the stuff that, that we like, because that's exactly what he and, um, Globus did through their careers. It was they would pretty much, you know, sell the poster and make the movie Later, after kind of thing, that right? That kills me every time. They made yeah, the poster that... and the title, and if someone bought it, oh, oh, we gotta make this movie. Oh shit! Let's go make that. Let's go make this. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I just I don't really think I can live that way, but I appreciate it. Which right. <laughs> at some point they say that in this movie. Oh, the, the documentary. The uh, Golden Globus documentary? No, and the Apple. Oh. They they talk about oh. the way they they're talking to, oh god, BB about when they're trying to lure her in. Oh, um, you're right. They say that exactly. Yeah, first you sell it, then you make it. That's marketing. Yeah. Like that is a quote from the Apple, <laughs> and that is that like holy the, the words that he holy lived shit, his actual Adam. life by. You're right. <laughs> yes, this for everything about it, it really is Menachem Golan's like mission statement. You <laughs> know yeah. where. He, he completely sells the sizzle, not the steak. It's just, this is what we're going to do. You know, I, he backed up a truck of money for Toby Hooper to make Texas Chainsaw 2, nice. which I unabashedly love, but that movie is batshit crazy. Yeah, oh, no. We all owe him a great for like doing that because I'm sure he did not get the movie you know? he was expecting. And that's it's no. the Gremlins 2 of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's great. It's so great. But, I feel but like, there's, yeah. So trying to work backwards, like unpack what 
the fact that he put kind of his mantra in the words of supposedly the villains of this movie. Maybe that's why we're like, yeah, we like those people. Because yeah, that's I, secretly like, he's on board with that. He didn't He didn't even know. I think that this movie, he was working through something and he didn't understand it. Oh my God. I feel God. like that makes a lot of sense. I love it even yeah. more. I love this movie as Menachem Golan's mission statement. <laughs> we're in his head. I think that's amazing. I mean, he, this is the guy that made Breaking Two. You know, this mm-hmm. is the guy that made Mission in Action Two. This is, the one this who, is a guy who made. They said uh, apparently at Golden Globus at one point there were like two piles. It was the Chuck Norris pile and and, and, and the uh, Charles Bronson pile. <laughs> like that's how they made. Uh, yes. they like, I was like, mwah, mwah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess other films if they had the time. I could the futuristic uh, disco musical, <laughs> right? We could really and truly just say, okay, this year we're only going to do canon movies. We'd be pretty happy and be set. I mean, our brains would wither, like, but like, f- oh, fuck my brain. For sure. Was it done? Because <laughs> like, he made three American Ninja movies. Oh my god! Here's which the thing. I think I that's where we got one. Cynthia Rothrock. Oh my god! American um, Ninja's great. Yeah. It's so dumb. Um, it's the stupidest shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, American Ninja 2 is the best one. I just have to say that. Okay. Agree. Death Wish 3. Jesus. Which is a movie we should totally do. Oh, my God. Um, do I have the shit? But, yeah, if you, if you look at all these movies, and, and you know, as a side piece, uh, you, if you haven't seen the the documentary, what what is the title of that documentary? Uh, I, I will look this up because I cannot remember it. Um. I'll, I'll find it real quick uh, too. Electric Boogaloo, if, the wild untold story of Canon films. Oh my God. He liked that name. <laughs> yes. So he used it yeah, twice. And, and is it nonsense? Does it mean something? No. Is this the Rosetta stone? <laughs> One second. <clears throat> it does. Thing. Boogaloo mean anything. <laughs> well, and the craziest thing about that documentary that I remember is that at the end, it said that, he, they were trying to rush to make their own documentary about themselves. So freaking amazing. <laughs> so freaking amazing. And did like, no, like, no, no. Didn't the two guys like separate because they were mad at each other and then they both did like, um, I can't remember that, like, they wrote Tango movies or whatever. And the movies yeah. came out at the same time on the same day at theaters across the street from each other. And so they both bombed because people couldn't decide what one to go see. It was Lombada, the Forbidden Dance. Oh my God, you're That's right. They right. made two of That's those. Right. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, apparently, yeah. Boogaloo is a couple different kinds of styles of dance, but also some far right assholes. So, which I yeah. came after. So I guess it's just a dance name. I don't know it, what precedes which. This is a mystery I will dive deeper into. I will report later. Yes, please do. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I think that's kind of the fascinating thing is that I think Menachem Golan started out to make a movie about, you know, just just an updated version of kind of possibly his religious beliefs or just religion in general, and then ended up making a mission statement for the next 15 years of movies he was going to make. Yeah. And he did it with a bunch of LeMay and Sparkles. (laughs) 
Yeah. It's decided, like, I'm going to make more of this film, but not with musical numbers, but with action scenes. Yeah. Really and truly, if you look at the way it's it's choreographed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't think we were going to come to something like that, but I think we did. We came to an actual thought, like a thesis or something. <laughs> Damn. A full, complete... <laughs> thought out idea a thesis we did it what what episode number is this how long did it take us uh like a year and a half okay Um, right okay i think we're like 20 episodes in give or take but it was about a year and a half we did it Our, our first episode was the july before our first festival and we're, we're heading into year three was? it was phantom, phantom of the paradise, paradise. Yep. <gasps> we were meant to do this. We, did. we just got to keep plugging away at it, trying to think. That's what it was. We needed Phantom of the Paradise to get us to the Apple. <sighs> Beautiful. Spinning wheel got to go round. And now that the Golden Globus door is open, <laughs> we're going to have to go on through to the other side. Right? <laughs> oh, Matt's been waiting for this. Well I have been waiting well for played. this. <laughs> so we're not going to do the whole year of canon because I don't think any of us would survive. Um, but I, I do think that we'll end up doing Texas Chainsaw 2. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. That movie is... Has anybody here on the call or on the show heard, seen that movie yet? Uh, other do you mean than like Meg De- and I? Dennis Hopper dual-wielding <laughs> chainsaws? Wow, wow, wow. It's... Bill Mosley just chewing up yeah. the screen. Oh God, Stretch. he's so, so good. Good. Stretch is one of the best heroines, and oh God, yeah. it's great. Yeah, it's great. Besides Leatherface, I don't know if it has too much to do with the first film, which is kind of awesome. No, it really doesn't. So it's like I'm bored. I already, I already made the first film. I want to make a different <laughs> film, and he did. <laughs> Holy shit. He- Throws away all the documentary stuff. Yep. Everything is fucking day glow. Yes. It's crazy. I just, I appreciate it so much. <laughs> he just said, fuck it. Me too. I, God bless Toby Hooper. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, uh, you know, there's a whole, there's a whole canon we can dig into. Ah. Hey, uh, hey, hey. Oh God. We should probably stop. Cause it ain't going to get better than that. Yeah. He so, did it. I, I guess we'll we'll pull into the station. We've lost some folks along say, the way. Oh my god! <laughs> Just we didn't all make it. <laughs> this was a roller coaster. <laughs> we didn't all make it. Maybe maybe God coming. You know they grabbed him. They enraptured. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Tops gave them a visit. Yeah, Mr. Top stopped by. He heard me talking shit about him. I guess I'm stuck here. <laughs> Come with me. Where are we going? I don't know. <laughs> Get in the car. Look at this nice car I have. In you the like sky. a Rolls Let's Royce? Go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. They were, were god napped. <laughs> <laughs> it's got gold rims. Get in. Um, so the apple. Anybody have any other thoughts, opinions? Only three more hours worth, but <laughs> I'll keep them inside. I feel like we we need to do an addendum maybe at some point. We'll we'll do a one on one. Okay, so listen. <laughs> Just hit I'll tell me you up what. on Twitter. You ask me a question about the apple, I will tell you my opinion on it. I'll tell you what. It, unless we hear differently, uh, 
Anybody who buys a full pass to the festival this year gets a one hour one on one chat <laughs> recorded. <laughs> You're not. We're, we're, it, it, I will say one on one. It will be me hosting and, and Meg kind of going through the whole thing. Just one full hour, just mano y mano. So if I, if I buy Frost one, Nixon. I get to choose the movie. No. I'm no. going to talk at you about the apple. Even if I buy pass. Yep. Oh, yeah. I will also say, if that's a deterrent, um, we will release that unless you buy a pass. Exactly. Um, so we'll, 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 we'll workshop that and see which one has more, more traction. Put a poll up on but, the socials. Yeah, we'll see. Is this a prize or a punishment? We don't know. What what is more of a value add for you, our our valued anomaly friends? <laughs> do you want another hour of Meg talking about the apple? Or do you God no, please? <laughs> hey, I'll do anything for anomaly. All right, let's figure this out. <laughs> well, I, I guess on that, <laughs> let 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 me just say thank you very much for for uh, spending another hour with us talking about this weird ass movie. If you haven't seen it yet, it's on, 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 on anomaly prime. Also Amazon. Prime. Yes. We got a birthday on that. Someday, I'm making yeah. a note. Anomaly prime. Bezos. We're coming for you. Um, it, it is a very shitty print, but it is also out on Blu-ray as we've heard from Adam. You know, if you really want to, you know, commit to the BIM, you can buy it on Blu-ray. Just like Meg's got her BIM mark on her forehead. Which I'm very jealous of. I, I roll deep. So uh, all I can say is, is stay tuned for more fun stuff from, from us. Check out uh, anomalyfilmfest.com on Twitter and Instagram, Anomaly Film Fest. Um, we're delightful. We're always out there. We're always watching. You're always watching. And that's why we love you. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. If you want to learn more about Rochester and Buffalo's wide range of diverse cuisines, Nominate Meals might be for you. The fun part is you have no idea what you're going to get until you pick your meal up at one of our fantastic events. All you have to do is go to NominateMeals.com and order a meal for two for $40 that features dishes from one small, typically minority-owned restaurant. We run events at Three Heads Brewing, Fatty Beer Company in the neighborhood of Play, and also Nowhere Lounge in Buffalo. We offer drink pairings for sale that pair with each dish for that night, which really adds to the experience. Go to nominatemeals.com to order your meal for an upcoming event and join the nomination.